from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. You're watching live from America with your ever so humble, God fearing host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. Welcome! Happy Tuesday, everybody. This is Live from America, and I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell. Yes, they call me the Hip Hop Patriot. Today is July 27th, year of our wonderful Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. It is 2021 already, folks. Who would have ever thought we'd make it here? I thought we'd see flying cars and, and time travel by now, but instead we have we have a totalitarian government and... Uh, and a bunch of uh, brown shirts running around trying to jab people in the arms with uh, with crazy doses of who knows what. Anyway, we've been fighting the good fight for a long time right here on Live from America, from the backyard all the way to this studio and to the new studio that's coming very soon, uh, courtesy of all your wonderful donations, as this show has always been completely viewer-funded, except with the partnership that we have with Mike Lindell, who is a massive, wonderful patriot, and right out there fighting just as hard as Donald J. Trump, you, me, or anybody else. So I want to thank you all for giving me this opportunity, giving me this job, giving me this honor to be able to bring you guys all of the news every single day, Monday through Friday, twice a day. It's truly an honor of mine. So right now we are live on Roku. We are live on YouTube. We are live on Rumble. And of course, you can listen to us on iHeartRadio, RSS feed, uh, rss.com, I should say, radio.com, uh, and tunein.com as well. And for all else, you can go to Jeremy Harrell. That's H-E-R-R. E-L-L dot com. And while we go to social media real quick to say hello to some live from America family members and see what's going on today, please do me the uh, the great favor of share, share, share. If each one of you can share this even three times, once to your... Uh, Facebook, if you have it, once to your Twitter, if you have it, and then maybe to a Facebook group or to, you know, all the new, you know, Cloud Hub, Getter, whatever it is you got, I would truly appreciate it. So I'm going to roll over to YouTube first, and I want to say hello to Kevin Gallagher. I want to say hello to Lisa Spanks, who's watching from Indiana. Great, great to have you here, Lisa. I appreciate you. Patricia Burns says it's 95 in Philadelphia today. Yeah, we're experiencing some heat waves, but I think we're going to get some thunder showers from Philly all the way up through here to New Hampshire. Michael Fenner is watching from Long Island. Michelle Atkinson is watching from South Jersey. It's good to have you, Michelle. We've got a 14-year-old patriot by the name of Snapdragons from Michigan in the house. Diana Weckerly, good to see you. Of course, we always have Roxy Loves America from Sacramento, California. She's our eyes and ears on the ground out there in California. And Kathy Ladehoff. From Columbus, Nebraska. And Yvette Walter is also watching from Pennsylvania. And another gentleman who watches on YouTube, Larry Reha, has a, a doctor's appointment today. And we hope and pray that all things go well for Larry at his doctor appointment today. I know there's some other folks who watch that also have some doctor's appointments today. And we will be praying for you as well. That you come through those with flying colors. And uh, right back out, ready to join the good fight. Uh, Lisa827 on 
Rumble is watching. Thank you very much. Purple Orchard says good morning. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Alexa says I deleted my Facebook account yesterday. Great job. Good for you. Freckles99 says shout out from Eugenia Brown in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good to have you here. Um, I appreciate everybody watching from, from the Midwest. Of course, I'm a Midwest boy myself. Um, Darlene Horton, Michigan. Good morning to you. Laura Britting says good morning from Phoenix, Arizona. We got a lot to talk about with Arizona today as well. Casey Maga says I don't have Telegram. I suggest you get it. Telegram has become my my primary source of social media now, and you could pretty much do everything you can there as you can on Facebook, except I can't like uh uh, you know, give the little emojis with the thumbs up and stuff like that. But who cares? Otherwise, you can put videos and everything else up there. America Girl Fighting shared on Facebook and Getter. Good. Th- thank you very much. I appreciate that. Corn Pop says, where's mom? Mom? Folks? Oh, mom's not wa- Mom's not here? Well, mom must be watching from the living room, in which case she can't stand up. Uh, what? <laughs> a warner says outfit is on point love that blue thank you very much i appreciate you god bless and patsy boatwright says good morning from the great state of texas another state that we're going to be covering today and um folks i want to apologize for not being able to get to the wisconsin story last night we are going to start off with the wisconsin story today and uh you know i don't i don't like to i don't like to run it longer than an hour and 10 minutes i don't, I, I already appreciate the time that you guys give me and i don't want to take up too much more of your time over an hour uh i know some people are okay with it but some people have things to do especially in the evening so uh jl jazz says or jen says i can't send a telegram message directly to you jeremy i would need a phone number can you help with it Excuse me, actually, you don't need the phone number. You can send a message directly to me. If you actually, I just posted the, um, I just posted the video for today on Telegram. If you post underneath your, uh, just say who you are, you know, this is Jen, I'd like to be able to message you privately. I will uh, go in there afterwards. If I can remember, I'm sure I will, and I'll message you so you have that. But you don't need somebody's phone number to do it. It is a little weird on Telegram, but it is pretty awesome. also like to give a big shout-out to Melissa, Steffi, and Evie Rosewood, also both watching on Rumble. God bless you both. All right, folks. We're going to get right to the verse of the day today. It's a very interesting verse, and um, it's something that we all know instinctively right? But I think it's something that we forget once in a while. And for a while, I was seeing this uh, meme go around when I had Facebook uh, back in the day, and the meme showed two different graves. And um, on one side of the grave, on one grave, it said a rich person, and it said on the other grave, a poor person. There was no difference in the pictures. And it was a very powerful picture. I thought it was a great, powerful picture to share around. So that's kind of what brought on this verse of the day today, but there's a lot more to it. So the verse of the day, if you have your Bibles, please take them out. Uh, very easy uh, book to find in the Bible. If you don't do it now, please, you know, sit down later on, maybe when you pull out your Bible and you do your devotionals during the day or, 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 or read whatever uh, passages you're reading, uh, go to 1 Timothy 6, 7, and 8. Again, that is 1 Timothy 6, 7, and 8. Okay, not six, seven, and eight. First Timothy six, and then of course verses seven and eight. And it says this: After all, we brought nothing with us when we came into this world, and we can't take anything with us when we leave it. So, if we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. Very, 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 very hard to be completely content twenty-four-seven in this flesh 
on this earth in the sin that we live in. It is very, very, very hard. Okay? But we can do it. We can do it by uh, immersing ourselves into the Bible daily and getting that word and that gospel daily. It allows for Jesus to do wonders. It allows the Holy Spirit to do wonders inside you. And it allows you to put priorities where they need to be. And it allows you to be thankful for what you do have, not for what you don't have. So again, after all, we brought nothing into this world when we came into the world. And we can take nothing with us when we leave it. So if we have enough food and clothing... Let us be content. And then this is what I wrote in this morning's newsletter. This is a verse that all of us need to remember. It doesn't matter if you are a Republican, a Democrat, white, black, tall, short, poor, or rich. We all came into this world the same way and we will all leave the same way. We won't be taking any riches with us. We won't be taking anything from this world with us. So the only thing that matters is if we have a relationship with Jesus or not. I know that some who read this newsletter are searching for that relationship still. Some have had it before, but have walked away from it. Some are trying to get back to it, and some will never know it. My prayer is for everyone to read this verse and really understand it. Your accomplishments, your good works, your kind deeds, your hard work, and your size of your bank account will not matter in, when the end of this life seizes, uh, seizes upon us. Not to say that you shouldn't accomplish things here, but you should always keep focus on Jesus while doing it. It's the only thing that keeps your head on straight once you experience the love and the mercy of Christ. Nobody was created to be better than you. I want you to know that. I'm going to stop right there. Nobody on this planet, nobody was created to be better than you. Nobody was created with more favor from God than you. We are all children of God. Some of us are lost. Some of us are hiding and or struggling. Some of us are like children seeking and needing a little guidance, but none of us are better or loved more than the other. We have to remember that always. There is only one created that was better than all of us, and he knocks on your door every single morning. He tucks you in at night, and he wants to give you peace. He is there to pick you up when you fall, and he loves you so, so very much. More than anyone in your life ever has or ever will so with that in mind do something for him today show your love back to him and then do it again the next day and then the next day and the next day let someone else in your life know how much they are loved as well we all respond well to that in jesus name amen what a powerful, powerful newsletter this morning, huh? I mean, it's common sense. We all understand that instinctively. But we need that refresher course once in a while. We need, that, uh, we need to remember exactly what I just read. Because it's such, when you read that, I'm telling you, it makes everything in your life, all your problems in your life go away. All of it. And uh, it's, it's truly amazing. Truly amazing. Uh, Melissa Steffi says, I know Jeremy likes Abbott, but he's not doing what he said. He's pandering for votes. I know. I agree. I agree. I agree with, uh, with that statement. I would love to see Colonel Allen West beat Governor Greg Abbott. All I ever said about Abbott is praised him when he did good. And he did a lot of good. But I also brought him to task when I went to McAllen, Texas, and I was able to speak with people in McAllen and found out that he takes donations from, from all the largest liberal donors 
in um, in and around southern Texas, and especially the ones that have their hands, or their pockets, I should say, into the hospitals down there that are in partnership with the Clinton Foundation. So I will always take somebody to task when I need to, but I'll also praise them uh, for their for their good works um, when they do when they do so as well. So, all right, folks, the Lord's Prayer, the best part of the show, the thing that really uh, ends the intro and, and kicks off the beginning of the show. So please remove your hats, put down your coffees, set aside your conversations, just for a few minutes, just for a few seconds, actually, and please recite the Lord's Prayer with me and focus on every word. And also focus on the foot of the cross while you do so. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so very much for allowing me to, to spend the first 15 minutes of the show uh, talking with all of you, uh, you know, having a conversation with all of you, answering some questions, shout, sh- giving shout-outs to you, and, and then ultimately being able to read the newsletter and share the Word of God together. There's nothing more important than doing that, and I'm honored to be able to do that with you guys day in and day out, five days a week. It really, really, really keeps me centered and brings me back home. All right, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for the first and foremost section of today? Well, we're going to start off right where we left off yesterday, and that is talking about Wisconsin, the wonderful, beautiful, great state, the cheese state, Wisconsin. What I really want to do is I want to uh, uh, highlight exactly what's going on there for you in case you haven't, uh, in case you weren't told, in case you weren't informed. However, since it's a day later already, I'm sure you guys already know, but for those who don't, Wisconsin State Representative Janelle Branchett issued a release yesterday. Quote, Assembly Campaigns and Election Committee to initiate more intensive investigation of fraudulent activity. End quote. Representative Branchett is the chair of the Wisconsin Assembly Committee and, I mean, uh, on campaigns and elections. She visited the Maricopa audit earlier this month and has called for an Arizona-style audit of Wisconsin's November election. Now, before I continue to read this, you got to understand that we've been saying this for a long time. Wisconsin is probably the lowest hanging fruit of all the states that you could do a forensic audit in because of how tough their election rules are there when it can, when pertaining to mail-in ballots and absentee ballots. Probably one of the most toughest in, in, in the entire uh, country. Okay, And we also know that there was about 200 and some odd thousand audit, I mean, uh, ballots that were ordered by a judge to be sequestered that were ultimately counted as part of the certification, fraudulent certification, I might add, that was sent to Washington, D.C. in January. Okay? Um, in her statement, she writes, quote, voters have made it clear that the way, excuse me, that they want a, a thorough cyber forensic examination of tabulators, ballot marking devices, and other election equipment, which I will be helping facilitate on behalf of the committee as the chair. IP addresses, chain of custody on ballots, and audit trail logs must be thoroughly inspected by cyber audit technicians, while Wisconsin is in this process of an election audit, I will be working to ensure that it is augmented with expertise and resources 
to ensure a comprehensive forensic examination. The end. <laughs> or should I say, the beginning. Because that's what it really is, folks. This is the beginning of the end for the big lie. You know, and not the big lie that the, that the, that the Dems want to point the fingers at and pretend. It's that big lie. And I'm going to tell you what. Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. You get those four, it's more than enough to make this truth finally come out. And that fraudulent sniffer and thief that is occupying our White House, destroying our country day after day, to be removed legally, ethically, and, well, forcefully by the, by the will of the American people. So big shout out to Wisconsin, finally getting into the game, finally getting into the uh, forensic audits uh, spectrum. And like I said, um, we really only need three states, folks. We really only need three. And I would love to see Philly, G Georgia, and Arizona. I think those are the worst. And when I say those are the worst, I don't mean uh, that uh, you know we want they have a bigger number of electoral college votes, and, and we and we want we want the biggest number. What I mean is they're the most corrupt. And I would say that Georgia and Pennsylvania might be the most corrupt outside of Michigan. Georgia, however, we're going to talk about at the end of the day today. I have a story at the very end of the show breaking down exactly who Brad Raffensperger is, who Gabriel Sterling is, and who that other guy is, Fuchs. Fuchs, Fuchs. I, don't, I don't want to say it the other way because it sounds like a swear word, but those three individuals, ladies and gentlemen, are probably the scum of the earth when it comes to Georgia elected officials because of the fact of who they really are. So what we really need to do, folks, is A, we need to dig in deeper, obviously, to the forensic audit of each one of these states, of every state. Every state, because even Maryland now is showing signs of four major uh, counties in Maryland having massive problems. So we're going to keep an eye on Maryland as well. And I believe Virginia and North Carolina do, need to do the same thing. But every state needs to do this. A, forensic audits of every state. But pertaining to Georgia, um, man, there's a lot of bad going on there. There's a lot more bad going on there than Arizona. That's for sure. So we're going to keep an eye on all of it. And, uh, of course, being friends with, uh, with John Fredericks, um, I can constantly reach out for the inside scoop from Garland Favorito and, and Voter GA. Of course, we've got, um, uh, you know, Audit the Vote PA going on still up in Pennsylvania, and we've got Doug Mastriano, seeming to be the only Pennsylvania elected representative actually fighting, folks. Actually fighting. When is the last time you've seen a, a, other than Doug Mastriano, when is the last time you've seen a senator or a representative from Pennsylvania take center stage and get in front of that camera and demand it? When's the last time you've seen it from anybody in, really, in, 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 in Wisconsin? You're not. You're not seeing, what we need to see is we need to see more than one person out there on this attack. We need to see multiple people from the same state, multiple elected officials from the same exact state. That's what we need to do. If you haven't done it already, folks, please reach down if you're on YouTube, click that like button, hit subscribe. We really don't care about the, the amount of views over there. We really just want you to be able to be notified when we go live because I, I delete every video on YouTube afterwards. And if you're on Rumble, please do me the favor. There's a little plus button, a little plus sign down on the lower left-hand corner underneath the video itself. Click that plus sign and make sure you get this video out and share it. But yeah, folks, that's that's what's really going on right now, and and, and I got to give this. You know, we're gonna go ahead and give the Smarty Award right now. We're gonna go ahead and, and and give the Smarty Award 
to Wisconsin up there and to um, to Representative uh, Janelle Bran- uh, Brangett because it takes a lot of guts to be the first one out there, like a Doug Mastriano, uh, like a Garland Favorito, like these, the, like a Karen Fan. Uh, it takes a lot of guts because you know what follows. So a Smarty Award today on Live from America, July 27, 2021, goes to Representative of Wisconsin, Janelle Brangett. Hmm. What a what a wonderful wonderful person she is, and I got like I said, it takes a lot of courage, takes a lot of guts. You know, we're all doing it, um, but that's one thing. But for an elected official to do it, that's a completely different thing. So if you're in the state of Wisconsin, and I had a blast when I was there, make sure you continue to call out other representatives, not in a very not in a rough way, but call them and say, hey. Will you please get behind her on this? Will you please publicly get behind her on this? And I think what we'll do tomorrow is we will dedicate a portion of the sm- of the morning show and the evening show to calling certain representatives in, in, in different states, ones that we want to you know, uh, show our appreciation for and ones that we want to hold to task. All right? And, and, and speaking of that, Representative, I mean, I should say Senator uh, Kirsten Cinema um, in Arizona right now, she is not, remember when she was getting attacked by her own party? Well, they are actively, actively working on trying to put together a massive two-year plan to primary her out. Her, her favorability rating amongst Democrats in Arizona has fallen to like 29%. What do I see when I see that? I see opportunity. I see opportunity. So when I say reach out to the people that we need to pray, uh, you know, give our, our support behind and people that we need to call out, I would say Kirsten Cinema falls into the category of putting our support behind because I see opportunity to get her to switch from left to right. Now, I don't expect her to ever be a far right-wing conservative, but she could be a moderate conservative and she could actually switch her views on a lot of things because the party has left people like her way behind. So it's just a matter of talking to her, supporting her, and maybe she never will. I don't know, but it's an opportunity. And I've always been told that you lose 100% of the opportunity that you don't take. 100% of the opportunities that you don't take. Um, I'm seeing on Rumble that uh, Jeremy hasn't mentioned, but he did mention Mike Lindell. Um, Not sure what you're talking about there. There was obviously a conversation going on before there. Hopefully I can get back to that and see that. All right, folks, we are going to take a quick, quick social media break so we can interact with folks on YouTube and Rumble, and we'll be right back to the news in just a second. Um, So I just, if somebody could please let me know um, what Roxanne was talking about. I'm late, but did you mention Mike Lindell saying to be sure to watch Frank's speech um, on August 10th through 12th. Oh yeah. The, the symposium. Oh, definitely. 100%. Again, I was just reached out to by the, uh, my pillow people and they've asked why I haven't put any content on the, my speech platform, uh, the Frank speech platform. And the reason why is because I tried for a month. I tried getting stuff on there and nothing would go on there. So they've reached out to me. They've said, you know, you should be able to upload everything now. You know, we'd love to have your content on there since you are an influencer. Please, you know, spend some time to do that. So I will be spending time doing that. Now, here's the thing about Mike Lindell, folks. I just talked to my wife about this this morning. We all know, okay, we all know about the symposium. But guess who doesn't know about it? People who are not like us. I asked my wife this morning, hey, uh, Sabrina, I said, um, if somebody had 100% proof, 100% proof of not only that Donald Trump won the presidency, but also of who, in, who, uh, who infiltrated our election systems and, and, and helped cheat, 
Um, and they were offering $5 million to any major news outlet or any major um, cyber company to prove them wrong. Do you think that that would be huge news? And she said, yeah, that'd be huge news. I said, did you know that's happening? She said, no. That's my own wife. That's somebody who hears me talking all the time, and she didn't even know about it. So if she doesn't know about it, then the mainstream, lamestream, fake news... You are fake news. ...media has made sure they've done their job. They've done their job by not letting this out. So I'm going to continue to work on getting Frank uh, content up on Frank Speech. I apologize for those who are visiting Frank Speech all the time, maybe looking for me. I know people have been begging for me to get uh, all, more stuff on Cloud Hub as well. There's just so many of them now. It takes so much time that I wouldn't be able to do all these other things. But we're working it out and we are getting there. But folks, our major goal right now is to make sure that we get that news out there about that symposium, about Fra- about what's going on with Mike Lindell. Because like I said, folks... If the, popula- if, the, if the majority of the population doesn't know about it, then the fake news media is doing their job. So we need to do our job and highlight it as much as we can. So if you hear me talking about it for the next week heavily, please don't get discouraged and say, well, I've already heard this a thousand times. Use it as an opportunity to go, oh, he's mentioned it, I'm going to share it again. Oh, he's mentioned it, I'm going to share it again. That's how we work together. That's how you guys got 7,000 people almost watching this show yesterday. By your force multiplication. So thank you all very, very, very much. And Becky80 on on uh, Rumble says frankspeech.com. Uh, and you can see videos and his Lindell TV. Exactly. If you've not seen the uh, the, the, the last um, two, is it two documentaries now? Or t- two movies or three now? I think it's two and this will be the third one. If you've not seen them, you know, absolute proof, absolute interference, go Watch them. Because, again, I, I don't know how you can walk away from watching them and going, eh, nothing happened. And Steve Crow on YouTube said he's putting up $5 million up to anyone who can prove he's wrong. Exactly. That's a major thing. $5 million? Who wouldn't want it? There's nobody that's going to take that bet, though. Nobody. You know why? Because they know it's going to happen. Hot Car 86 says, Getter, are you on the site? Yes, I am on Getter. Just check me out, Jeremy Harrell on Getter, or Live from America as well. Check that out on there. All right, going to go back to the news now. And we're back. More Live from America. We just got done talking about the Wisconsin election fraud audit that's going to be happening, and we just got done chatting on social media. So if you do watch this show only on digital TV, then I, uh, I suggest sometimes you, can jump, you, you should jump onto the Rumble or YouTube so that you can interact and, and ask questions as well. Maybe give suggestions or just educate me. We're all educating each other here. I'm not smarter than anybody else. And uh, a lot of things that are going on in your states, um, I don't know about yet. And that's why in the beginning of Live from America, I really thought that I could, that I could handle everything at once. I thought I could do all, you know, all 50,000 things there is to do in this job at once. And I wanted to get a group of people from every state together to share what's going on in that state. And I haven't even been able to stay on top of that. So maybe that was what the lady was talking about yesterday, saying, you know, stay true to your word. And that's because I don't get to everything that I'm trying to do. But I do apologize. All right, folks, we got some not-so-good news, but all news is, if it's truth, it's good news. Um, The Department of Justice, the corrupt swamp, deep swamp of the Department of Justice, will not be investigating 
New York Governor Pepe Le Pew, I mean Andrew Cuomo, uh, they will not be investigating Andrew Cuomo's order that nursing homes admit COVID-19 patients. Basically, all of those 15,000-plus elderly women and men, grandpas and grandpas, moms and dads, you really want to talk about killing grandmas? All you masky pad-loving people? Killing grandma, you're killing grandma. What about Andrew Cuomo? Andrew Cuomo killed more grandmas than all of us who don't wear masks and will not be vaxxed combined. And the DOJ said they will not investigate him. So, that's the bad news. Here's the good news. If you watched last night's show, you'll be very familiar with what I'm about to say. Just like the swamp will ultimately be drained when President Trump gets back in the White House, which he will one way or another, these blue states like New York and California... They will only be fixed when we can get a real Republican to win in these states and change them from blue to red. Now, you might say to yourself, that's impossible. Well, number one, I, don't, I think it already happened. I think Mike Lindell is going to prove that California already happened. So that's number one, okay? Number two, some of you are going to say, well, how are we going to, I, um, how are we going to win if these blue states are going to cheat like they just did? Well... The same way we're doing it in all of these other states. We have put a magnifying glass on every way they cheated so badly that it's up to the Republicans in that state. Even if they can't get a forensic audit done because they don't hold a majority, they can still make sure that there's a magnifying glass on the mail-in ballots, on the, on the poll watching, and on everything. They're never going to be able to do it like they did it in 2020 ever again. They might be able to cheat one way, they might be able to cheat two ways, but they will not be able to cheat five ways. So what we need to do is make sure that we go vote, we make sure that our elected officials hold them accountable, watch them, videotape them, keep them under that microscope, because that is the only way that we're going to be able to have somewhat of even a close fair election in these states. But again, like I said, I believe California already re went red anyway. So there are ways to win, especially since people in New York and California are sick and tired of being locked down and wearing masks, and that includes independents, and that includes tens, maybe hundreds of thousands of Democrats. There are ways to win, and how do you win? How do you win if you're in New York? How do you win if you're in California? Well, you make sure you highlight that you will not do to them what these previous governors did. You think, as much as Democrats portray that they love wearing masks, and as much as they portray that they love lockdowns, do you think a majority of them really do? I can tell you they don't. Because that couple that I talked to in Connecticut that was all about getting vaxxed, they were massive liberals. And they said, whatever we got to do to make sure that we're not locked down again, let these people get COVID, let them die if they don't want to get vaxxed. That's what they said. And I can guarantee you that a majority of Democrats, regardless of what they say in public, don't want lockdowns either. They might say, oh, I'm going to go vote for Andrew Cuomo again, but they'll probably in, 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 uh, in behind, behind the curtain vote for somebody else. So you have to make the people of these states aware. I will not lock you down. I will not mask you. I will not mask your kids. That's the only way that you're going to convince somebody to vote a different way. Again, the other way is to make sure that they don't cheat on the level of what they, how they cheated in 2020. Okay? Now, here's something very interesting, folks. And again, like I said, once you do that, then you can drain the swamp. Once you do that, then you can hold Andrew Cuomo accountable for what he did on a state level. Who cares what the DOJ says? The DOJ is nothing but a, a swamp full of liars, uneducated, unqualified idiots anyways. They only know one thing, and that is complete control communism, and they don't know how to work for the people. So you do it at a state level. And then, like I said, 
You're going to ask, well, how do we do it on a state level if this is happening and this is happening and this is happening and this is happening? You go down further and you get and you go down to the, to the roots of how you switch it from blue to red. Melissa says, Jeremy has talked about Steven Crowder, but how did I just find his video? I'd hate to debate him. Yeah, Steven, Steven is a very, very, very intelligent individual. He's a very intelligent individual. It, it, would, be a, it would be an honor to be able to... Uh, not not debate him, but just have a conversation with him. Never met him, never talked to him. But folks, justice is coming in all of these blue states that are doing this to these people. And all of these people who killed people, you think that God is going to let them get away with that? All we got to do is keep fighting. I know it's hard, but all we got to do. Now, speaking of turning blue to red, let's talk about California for a minute. Because now we know, hindsight being 2020 and just being a week ago, now we know why they tried everything they could possibly do to keep Larry Elder off of the um, recall ballot, the new election. Do you want to know why? Well, because Larry Elders has just shot up to the top for, the, for all polls, for, uh, for the person to challenge Governor Gavin Newsom in the recall election. That is why they wanted to keep him off there. They, 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 they didn't throw a fit about anybody else, did they? They didn't throw a fit about Caitlyn Bruce Jenner. They didn't throw. They wouldn't even have thrown a fit, to be honest with you, about uh, Rick Grinnell if Rick Grinnell had decided to run. But the fact of the matter, uh, the, I mean, the the uh, the fact that they tried to keep Larry Elder off off the ballot completely lets you know how scared they were of him and how scared they were. If why would they be scared of him if they weren't afraid to have the state turn from blue to red? Ask me that, or ask yourself that. Ask yourself, why would they be so afraid of him if they knew that they had the state a, a lock in a blue, a blue state anyway? Because they know that they already had it switched to red. That's why. That's, my, that's what I'd take from it. Why be scared of somebody if you know you're going to beat them like nothing anyway? If Gavin Newsom was not afraid of Larry Elder, then he would not have worked with his Secretary of State to try to keep Larry Elder off the ballot. But the fact that Larry Elder won and he just shot right to the top um, uh, for, for favorability to run against Gavin Newsom in this uh, special election lets me know that they are massively afraid that that's going to go red. And they're never going to be able to cheat like they cheated last year again. So we just got to keep the pressure, folks. We got to look at the glass half full, and we got to keep moving forward. Do not let the devil's um, words, the devil's feelings, oh, we're not going to be able to do it anyway. Oh, they're just going to cheat anyway. That's what they want you to do. That's what they want you to do. They want you to have lost faith. They want you to have lost hope. They want you to have lost determination. They want you to have lost any kind of love for this country or any kind of hope that this country would actually get back to where it was at one time. They want you. They're expecting you to do that. So do them. Do it differently. Do it differently than they're expecting you and blindside them. That's the only way we win, folks, because we don't win if we're sitting on the couch complaining about what happened. We only win if we do it again. Roxanne says, I wondered if I should put Larry Elder first choice and second choice. Yeah, I don't know. Do whatever you got to do. Do whatever you got to do in California to get that, that totalitarian dictator out of that, out of that, uh, out of that seat. So I think California is ready, folks. I think they're sick and tired of being locked down. I think they're sick and tired of being masked. I think they're sick and tired of their kids being um, abused. And I think they're sick and tired of the taxes, the gas prices, and the Democrat rule in that state. And I guarantee you, folks, and fuel and everything else. Holly says, yep, I can feel us all getting down. Lift up the Bible. 
Lift up the Bible, folks. That's all I can say. Lift up the Bible and put Jesus first. That's all you need. From there, you'll go out and you'll do wonders. Trust me. All right, uh, moving on. Let's read um, uh, President Trump's statement on Ken Paxton because President Trump just endorsed Ken Paxton for Attorney General of Texas. And I'm, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I, I think uh, Attorney General Ken Paxton is a great, great Attorney General for the state of Texas. I think he's done well. I think they love him there. If he was running for governor, I'd vote for him. But here is President Donald J. Trump's um, endorsement of Attorney General Ken Paxton. Attorney General Ken Paxton has been bravely on the front line in this fight for Texas and America against the vicious and very dangerous radical left Democrats and the foolish and unsuspecting rhinos that are destroying our country. Ken is strong on crime, border security, the Second Amendment, election integrity, and above all, our Constitution. He loves our military and our vets. It is going to take a patriot like Ken Paxton to advance America First policies in order to make America great again. Ken has my total endorsement for another term as Attorney General of Texas. He is a true Texan who will keep Texas safe and who will never, ever let you down. What a great, great um, endorsement from President Trump. And I, and I guarantee you that people like Ken Paxton, when they hear those words, it only gives them more fuel for the fire. You know what I mean? It only gives them more fuel for the fire. So big shout out to President Trump. Big shout out to Ken Paxton. And it, it actually prompted me to post something on Rumble right before the show. And this is my conversation. Well, this is actually a shout out to the Live from America audience. And just a quick hello. It's just about a 30 second video with me and, and, and Ken Paxton while we were on the Rio Grande River in Texas uh, just a couple months ago. Check this out. Right here with the, the greatest AG in the United States of America, Ken Paxton. Ken, can you say hi to my audience live from America? Hey, I hope you guys are doing great. We're on the border. We're watching what's going on down here. It's really insane, but hopefully with our lawsuits, we can stop the illegal immigration and the massive amount of uh, influx of drugs and human trafficking. Keep doing what you're doing, brother. We love you. And, uh, you know, there's more to that. There's, I actually have an entire interview that, um, that Ben... Berkwam had with Attorney General um, Ken Paxton, and it was so, it was so, it was just a fluke that we got to meet him. I mean, it was at the right time. We were at the right place at the right time. We went there before all other press, and um, we didn't even think we were going to be able to get in, but we got there before, before uh, right side broadcasting. We got there before all of the big major outlets, and we got to sit down and talk to him, and it was really awesome. It was actually really awesome. He's such a down-to-earth, real guy who has the same feelings about Biden as we do, has the same concerns about the border as we do, has the same love for, the, uh, for America and the red, white, and blue flag as we do. And that is what's really great is when you can sit down and chop it up with these folks like that on a one-to-one -one basis, looking them directly in their eyes and shaking hands, and you can feel and, 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 and touch and hear and, and it, the, all of it wrapped into one. You really, really can look into somebody's soul, and that's a good guy. That is a good guy right there. So big shout out to Ken Paxton, and I and I hope he does well. I hope he wins uh, another term as Attorney General, and hopefully uh, you guys in Texas feel the same way. Um, if you don't, and there's somebody better, please let me know, and I will uh, I'll highlight them as well. Just as I'm about to highlight some people running for governor in Georgia and other states that aren't getting a lot of airtime right now. But if we're going to be fair and we're going to be true Americans, we want to hear what everybody has to say, not just the person with the largest social media following. Know what I mean? So, 
Big shout out, Ken Paxton. All right, folks, it's time to give some dum-dums away. But you know what? I don't have enough dum-dums to give for this next group of dum-dums. So I decided to pull out the big guns, folks. I decided to pull out the big guns. This, these, these people that I'm about to um, give this dum-dum award to, they deserve something this big. They deserve something this big for being so incredibly dumb. But, you know, they think they're doing something good. And it is the take my ball and run away from my job swamp donkey Democrats from Texas. I'm not going to throw that in the bucket because it would topple everything over and hit my camera. Um, But the swamp donkey take my ball and go home, cry baby, leave my job, and don't do anything ever. Do nothing, idiot Democrats from Texas. Yep, that's who they are, every single one of them. And the reason why we're giving them the Dum Dum Award today is because they are actually now begging, begging their fellow Texas Democrats to send them care packages. Oh, Oh, we have had we've had to run. We've had to run from a totalitarian regime in Texas, and we are on the lamb, and our lives are literally at stake as we catch COVID and sing songs in a monotone voice like We shall overcome. We shall overcome. <laughs> they are begging for care packages, folks. Care packages. You want to know what they're begging for in their care packages from their fellow Democrats in Texas? Well, let me just tell you. There's a group called Dallas Democrats. If you can find them on Twitter, and I'm sure you can find them on Facebook too. All right? Dallas Democrats. And they have pledged, ready for this, to send... (laughs) They're so stupid. They have pledged to send, and these specific items, this is what they tweeted out. This is how dumb they are. The, the Dallas Democrats are going to send them Dr. Pepper, salsa, hard candy, hairspray, <laughs> travel accommodations, toiletries, hand sanitizer, sewing kits, first aid kits, and money for spending. You would think that Stretchface Armstrong would be, you know, the one they rent to to cry into. Uh, you would think that they would be, she would be lending them some of her money that she spends on her $12,000 freezer of ice cream. You would think that Chuckle Schumer and the rest of these dummycrats in the swamp would, 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 would pay for these folks to come and make a mockery of their jobs just to try to, you know, shoot those arrows out of their quivers at Republicans. Instead... They've been left high and dry by Stretchface Armstrong, and they are stuck in Washington, D.C. for fear that they're going to be arrested when they go home. They constantly... (laughs) So they're asking for Dr. Pepper, salsa, hard candy, hairspray, travel accommodations, toiletries, hand sanitizer, sewing kits, first aid, and actual money. I w- can you please can you please Venmo me some money? We're stuck here in Washington D.C. and Nancy Pelosi's left us high and dry. Oh my lanta! But you notice what they didn't have to put on that request. You notice what they didn't have to put on that care package list that they are begging Dallas Democrats to send them beer because they brought plenty of it on their private jet while they were unmasked, super spreading COVID all over the East Coast. Great job, you dummy Democrats! <laughs> And nobody cares. As long as I got my Dr. Pepper and my hairspray and my hard candy and money, I'm good. (laughs) I'm good, ladies and gentlemen. 
Oh, but you know what I want to know? Here's what I want to do. I want to figure out who sends them this stuff. I want to figure out names of the people who send them these care packages. And since we're put on lists, I want to put all of their names on a list. We need to figure out who's part of this Dallas Democrats. Okay, We need to figure out names of the people that are involved in this group or this membership or, or, or whatever this is, the extension of the swamp. We need to find out who their names are so we can put them on a list so that we know in the future who aided and abetted these elected officials to flee their jobs and flee their responsibilities that were bestowed upon them by the people of Texas. That's what I want to do. I want to, yeah, what, somebody said, what about their families? Apparently their families don't love them. Adam Kinsinger will tell you that. Adam Kinsinger will tell you that, the, <laughs> that once, you go, once, you, once you go too far uh, away from being an American, that your own family uh, will disown you. So... Uh, anyway, I want to read for you a uh, uh, something that I posted on Telegram. So if you don't, if you do have Telegram, make sure you follow Live from America. Um, I want to I want to read to you. This is um, this is pretty cool because one Texas Democrat decided that care packages weren't going to be enough, and he needed to go home. Right, Representative Philip Cortez decided. You know what? I just can't hack it out here in the swamp when they're not babying me and coddling me and putting me on TV to sing like it's American Next Top. Uh, Idol, or whatever, American Idol. We shall overcome. You know what would have been great? Is if Simon Cowell was in the audience, like right up front, when they were all going, We shall overcome. And then Simon ruined them and said, You're terrible. You'll never make it in singing. You'll never make it in politics because you're not doing your job as it is. Please go home. But anyway, uh, Philip Cortez decided he can't take it. He had to go back. He had to get back to Texas. So upon Philip Cortez's arrival back to Texas, uh, the Republican House Speaker, Representative Dade Felon, has instructed the Sergeant of Arms and any officer appointed below him to make <laughs> to arrest Representative Philip Cortez for fleeing his job, and he still remains absent from his job. While he's back in Texas. So this dirty, dirty swamp donkey decided to uh, make his way back to the great state of Texas and not uh, report back to his job. So not only um, is he a scumbag for not reporting back to the job that the people, you know, hired him to do, but he's also in trouble for fleeing his job in the first place. So big shout out to Representative Dade Felon. And if you are, and it's P H E L A N. Uh, if you're in the great state of Texas, reach out to your Speaker of the House and tell him how much you appreciate him actually doing something. So there is now an arrest warrant put out by the House Speaker, um, the State House Speaker in Texas, for Representative Philip Cortez, who clearly, clearly did not want to wait for his Dr. Pepper, his hairspray, his hard candy, his sewing kits, and money. <laughs> Another example of winning, folks. Just another example of winning. Gonna take a quick break, fill your coffees, do whatever you gotta do, and we'll be back with plenty more great news live from America right after this. <laughs> hey, War Room Posse. Real America's voice and the war room's voice just got louder. Look, we're rolling out throughout the country. 
because of this grassroots movement and support that you give us. The fight against the corporate interests, the extreme left, the woke media, the woke corporations, Wall Street is only going to get tougher and more meaningful. You now can see us on your local TV stations. Check out locally where you can get Real America's Voice and the War Room. Check it out. Real America's Voice and the War Room coming to a TV station near you. Lean into freedom and join Real America's Voice as we come to a broadcast station near you. Thank you to each new affiliate station across our great country for joining our powerful grassroots campaign. America has found its voice. Download the Real America's Voice app and join other Americans just like you across the country coming together for real change. We shall overcome. <laughs> I can't get enough of that. Welcome back, live from America, folks. We're going to get right back into it because I got about four stories that I cram into about 12 minutes. So, today, Stretchface Armstrong has introduced and had their first biased January 6th committee hearing, ladies and gentlemen. And when it all started, you could see all of them come down and shake the hands of the D.C. Capitol Police, shake their hands and tell them how grateful they are for putting their lives on the line and for holding back and standing firm and keeping us all safe as AOC ran behind a door hiding and Nancy Pelosi standing next to her saying, Don't worry, dear. If they come in, I'll use my skills because I'm one tough cookie. And I'll fight off these terrible insurrectionists. Yes, they've started their biased January 6th committee today. It was a joke. It was laughable for what I, from what I did see of it anyway. Here's my suggestion. Don't watch any of it. Don't watch a single minute of it unless somebody makes a clip of it and puts it on their social media for you to make fun of and share around about how stupid all of these people actually are. Do not give them any of your viewership as a, if, it's on, if it's on any news station or C-SPAN or anything like that, okay? But here's what's really going on. This is Nancy Pelosi, Stretchface Armstrong's bias committee that she started in her attempt to hide the crimes of herself and fellow Democrats in the House of Representatives, shield the FBI for their involvement, shield Burn, uh, Burn Loop Matter, BLM, for their involvement, and shield Antifa for their involvement. And do what the Democrats do best. Point finger at somebody else for their behavior that they've done themselves or the crimes that they've committed themselves. That's what's really going on here, folks. That is why Nancy Pelosi didn't want Jim Jordan or anybody else like that who would be a honey badger on that committee. That is why she wanted her very hand-picked select few, like Adam Kinzinger is in there now. Yay! That's right. People of Illinois better Vote in Catalina Lauf over Adam Kinzinger. I can tell you that. She's got people like Teletubby Liz Cheney in there. Yay! So Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger will both side with Democrats to try to take down President Trump. It's going to fail. It won't work. They're absolutely out of their jurisdiction. They're out of their minds. And they're using the American taxpayer dollar to keep the charade alive. Plus... Teletubby Liz Cheney and Adam Kinziger, who has no family left that actually care about him, from his own words, not mine, um, they know that their, their days are numbered. 
They know that their days are numbered, and they know that their career in politics is over. So, my prediction for Yellow Teletubby, Liz Cheney, and I have no family, Adam Kinzinger, my prediction is they will both turn Democrat, and they will both work with the Democrat. This is their... Uh, this is their this is their probationary period to become a Democrat. This is their initiation period to see how loyal they actually are to Stretch Face Armstrong and Chuckle Schumer and the left communist globalist party. That's what this is. This is their initiation into the party. They will switch, especially when they know that their time is up. Okay? Now, here's the greatest thing about this. You want to know how I know Liz Cheney's time is up? Because she just got the lowest poll rating of any uh, Republican ever. Republicans nationwide gave Liz Cheney a favorability rating of negative 47%. (laughs) Liz Cheney, you get the other dum-dum award of the day today. (laughs) Negative 47%? I didn't even think that was a thing. Sure, in, in common core math, they don't even they don't even know what a negative or a positive is. But in regular math, I've never heard of having somebody even having a negative one percent favorability rating. Teletubby Liz Cheney has accomplished the the worst accomplishment ever in the Republican Party, and to, and nationwide they've given her a negative forty seven percent favorability rating. You're fired. <laughs> now. Here's some good news about that. Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's been the biggest honey badger of the Republican Party, and it's really sad when it's a freshman senator, I mean a freshman congresswoman, that has to go and put everything on the line just for these veteran representatives to get behind her. It's really sad and really sickening, but good thing we got somebody in there. Good thing we got somebody in there. Marjorie Taylor Greene has announced this morning a federal lawsuit against Stretchface Armstrong, calling her the queen of the House of Hypocrites. So a big shout out to Representative Thomas Massey and Representative Ralph Norman, both of you, for standing beside Marjorie Taylor Greene in her fight for We the People. It's truly incredible. It's great to see people side with her, especially since they know all of the negative press that's going to come with it. But you know what? It shouldn't take Marjorie Taylor Greene to have to do this. This should be the job of veteran senators. It should not take her to keep putting out, you know, different resolutions, different bills, impeach Biden, uh, have a federal lawsuit against Nancy Pelosi, and she should have a federal lawsuit against her. But no, I didn't want to. I didn't want to uh, run out of time. But I got to read this. This is what President Donald J. Trump put out a statement last night about Nancy Pelosi. He said Nancy Pelosi is spending a great deal of time, effort, and money on the formulation of a fake and highly partisan January sixth committee to ask what happened. Maybe she should ask Hillary Clinton what happened. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, moving on. Will Nancy investigate herself and those on Capitol Hill who didn't want additional protection, including more police and National Guard, therefore being unprepared despite the large crowd of people that everyone knew was coming? Will Nancy and her committee study the massive voter fraud that took place during the 2020 presidential election, particularly in swing states? That was the reason that hundreds of thousands of people came pouring into Washington and therefore must be a a big factor in the final committee report? 
Now would be a very good time to study the large scale of voter fraud in our presidential election. Will Nancy released the thousands of hours of tapes so we can see the extent to which Antifa and Black Lives Matter played a role while also revealing who killed Ashley Babbitt. A real and thorough investigation of this must be done, he says. And what about all the violence, murders, riots, and fires that took place in Democrat-run cities throughout the United States by Antifa, Black Lives Matter, uh, with virtually no consequences for this death and destruction? And finally, will Nancy look into the vicious partisan investigations of conservatives and Republicans that are taking place by prosecutors all over the country? The five-year investigation of me and all that so many have been through, including the fake Russia, Russia, Russia charge, and including the local Democrat-controlled New York prosecutors who work around the clock to get President Donald Trump while murderers, drug dealers, and human traffickers go free. Will Nancy Pelosi do her job? Now, again, President Trump isn't putting these out to change hers or any Democrat's mind. It's building up the wrath. Remember I talked about yesterday, building up the wrath? And it's all going to explode on all of them when President Trump gets back in. So that is why he does what he does, and he's a master at doing what he does. All right, folks, we're going to have a good laugh real quick. You ready for a laugh? I know I'm ready for a laugh. Let's watch Dan Bongino absolutely and utterly destroy a Democrat on his show for lying and for having zero intelligence when it comes to what she's talking about. This is exactly what I would do if I was Dan Bongino. This is exactly what I would do if I had somebody like this on my show. And once I get on Real America's Voice News, I will start having uh, more elected officials that are already currently elected on both the Republican and the Democrat side, and I will hold them to this same standard. This is why <laughs> national TV better watch out for people like myself and Dan Bongino. But you'll get a laugh out of this. Check this out. You realize you just made that up, that that's just totally fake. Corporations don't pay a dime. That's, that's, so why would you say that on a national show, knowing it's totally inaccurate and incorrect? <laughs> Watch this. This is so great. Desiree, should we be raising taxes right now, as Joe Biden wants to do? I am from the great state of Ohio, and I'm the granddaughter of sharecroppers. I know how hard Americans are working every single day, and it is just ridiculous that corporations and millionaires and billionaires aren't paying a dime in taxes while our servers, our waitresses, our nurses, our frontline workers are paying more than Jeff Bezos. Yeah. You realize you just made that up, that that's just totally fake. Corporations don't pay a dime. That's, that's absurd. Why would you say that on a national show? It's totally inaccurate and incorrect. <laughs> the data is there. We've seen the data. What data? It's public. Can you cite that, please? I can absolutely cite it. There have been more than 55 corporations that didn't pay a dime in taxes. Look, I'm holding the penny wait, for the people wait, wait, watching wait. this 55? show. If you hold on, 55. If you, 55 you companies pay at least a penny in taxes, you've paid more taxes than many of the billionaires and corporations that have made billions of dollars in profits. And look, yeah. okay, President, Joe Biden, President Joe Biden is yeah. here, for the, here for the working class yeah. people. That's why people voted for Joe Biden, and we're excited that we have someone who's going to stand yeah. up for the average Joe. Yeah, yeah, you, you may be excited. I don't know who else is. Um, there's 55 companies. Have you looked at those? Because I looked at that study. Do you know why they didn't pay taxes? Let me let me tell you, because I don't think you looked at it. It was because of a uh, provision in the CARES Act that allowed them to carry back 
uh, tax losses in the prior years. And by the way, a lot of those companies, those 55 companies, also didn't pay income, uh, didn't pay taxes, corporate taxes, because they were using Democrat-led renewable energy credits. I'm sure you didn't know that before you made that talking point. I'm really <laughs> sorry you didn't read the study first. Because, by the way, the CARES Act, there isn't a single Democrat in the Senate. Well, you can disagree, but, of course, you're wrong. You're just making it up. The, the CARES Act was voted on by every single Democrat. So are you telling me that you don't agree with what the Democrats did in the CARES Act? Under Donald Trump's leadership... Corporations in America's billionaires got the biggest tax breaks, and people who are working every single day got screwed. What the uh, CARES okay, Act and the America Rescue Plan okay, is wrong. helping everyday <laughs> Americans. That's Great. why we're seeing parents really excited to receive right. the child tax credit. People are getting more money That's, now to help lift really themselves amazing. out of poverty. And it's working. You're saying and people that corporations like didn't pay taxes because of the CARES Act, and then you're saying you like the CARES Act. So I'm confused. You're, I think you're confused, too. So let me just move on. So you're saying the billionaires and millionaires don't pay enough. What are the top 1%? What, what percentage of income taxes paid do the top 1% pay? Do you know? I think you're asking the wrong question. The question is, <laughs> no, no, why are corporations you can and billionaires... It. You don't no. know, do you? The question you is, know. why are no corporations idea, and billionaires paying no, their fair know. share? And people no, who are working on the front lines What's the in the middle Just of guess. the pandemic are paying more. Just guess. What are the top one percent paying? Just, aren't just paying guess. A, you have no they idea. Aren't the answer is they pay forty percent. They aren't paying a cent. They aren't paying a cent in taxes. Actually, um, he's showing the graph right now. Might want to try that sometime. From the IRS, one percent actually paid forty percent of all income taxes. Did you know that? Were you aware of that? Or is this you just finding this out now? <laughs> You know, I really love your story of your mother-in-law and how she what? came to this country. It's so what? beautiful about how hardworking people are working so hard. And people just yeah, like my well, grandfather, who listen, was a sharecropper, people who are yeah, working in, that, a, in Ohio in factories, they aren't getting their fair share because corporations and billionaires aren't contributing. It's the people okay, on the front just, lines. You know this. Right, you, it's the people on the right, front you, lines. You just made all of that up, okay, all of it. I just gave you the numbers, and amazingly, you're still sticking to a totally discredited, absurd talking point that corporations and rich people don't pay anything. I don't know what to tell you. I'm, I'm sorry. You may want to try looking that up. The data is there. It's, it's public. Yeah. You know this. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. this. It's public yeah. information. Yeah, I know we just showed it to you. I know. I know it. You don't. So uh, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I know I know it, but you don't. <laughs> oh, that was incredible. I can't wait to have my opportunity to do the exact same thing. All right, folks, the last story of the day. <clears throat> Sorry, we're running a little bit over. Um, I probably, I, I, I normally would have, uh, would have ended and then brought the story back tonight, but I think it's very important that we highlight it today. As a lot of you know, that I ran for county commissioner. Um, here in New Hampshire about two, three years, two or three years ago. Can't remember exactly the year that I ran. Um, but when I ran, the incumbent that I was running against did some really, really shady stuff. And what I mean by that is he ran as a Republican, even though he was a 12-year Democrat incumbent. He ran as a Republican by because he switched his party affiliation to vote against Donald Trump in the 2016 primary. Because in the primary, you have to be 
belong to the party to vote in, the, in that in that party's primary. So he switched his um, party affiliation while he was the county commissioner, by the way, and he forgot to switch it back. I don't think he forgot to switch it back. I think it was done on purpose. You want to know why I think it was done on purpose? I'm going to read you a story right now. Check this out. It's been happening for decades. It has been happening for decades, Democrats running as Republicans, all right? Huge news, breaking huge news last night or yesterday at 3.50 p.m. this came out. Georgia's um, Raffensperger, Sterling, and Fuchs all connected to a firm that helps Georgia Democrats run as Republicans. Hmm, kind of odd, right? Let's go ahead and read this, shall we? Georgia's corrupt Secretary of State Raffensperger, his corrupt CFO Sterling, and his corrupt Deputy Secretary of State Fuchs weren't upset about Democrat election wins in Georgia. They wanted it that way. Instead, they slandered President Trump for calling out obvious fraud in their state. A report at the Georgia Record this weekend uncovered the many connections between top Republicans in Georgia who were connected to a firm that groomed Democrats for Republican jobs. No wonder these individuals did all they could to prevent Donald Trump from winning the re-election. Landmark Communications. Remember that, remember that name, folks. Ran, Landmark Communications of Atlanta, Georgia, bills itself as the go-to firm for GOP candidates to get elected in Georgia. The founder, Mark Roundtree, says this about himself on Landmark's website. Mark Roundtree is president of Landmark Communications, Incorporated, which he founded in 1991. Campaigns and election magazines has recognized Mark as one of uh, Georgia's five top influencers, as well as the go-to man for GOP legislative candidates. Unfortunately, Landmark has a history of helping Democrats get elected running as Republicans. This phenomenon may have contributed to the absolute cesspool of corruption in the Peach State when it comes to the performance of Republicans' officials during the 2020 election cycle. Some of these candidates have ties to the Chinese Communist Party. We believe there has been a concerted effort among Democrat operatives to do just that, infiltrate the GOP and run progressives as Republicans who are lying about their beliefs and views on the issue. All of the information below is from public is from publicly available information. I got to keep reading though. This report lists Asian American Nazira Dawood, uh, Dawood as an individual who lost her race where she billed herself as a fiscally conservative Republican but lost after a picture of her was found on the net where she attended a far left gathering labeled tacos, beer, and abortions. It was then found out that she wasn't a doctor as she claimed either. Now, Jordan Fuchs, here he, check this out. He's the GA Deputy, uh, Deputy Secretary of State who leaked the phone call with President Trump and Secretary Brad Raffensperger. Um, he is a former vice president of Landmark, the same company that helps Democrats run as Republicans. Fuchs lied about the phone call to the press and then deleted the original audio file, which was later found by an investigator. Now, let's get to Brad Raffensperger. Secretary of State was also represented by Landmark during his elections. Well, isn't that something? This morning, GA Secretary of State candidate David Bell Isle released data on Democrat contributions to Raffensperger's campaign. The behavior of Raffensperger since November 3rd has been bizarre for a Republican, to say the least. More to come on that in another article. And according to David Bell Isle, around 20% of Raffensperger's donation came from outside the state Democrats. When I was talking about how bad Georgia is, that is the stuff that I'm talking about. These people need to go, and they need to go right now. 
So, arming you with information so that you have ammo, especially if you live in the state of Georgia, to do something about it. So, hate to bring you that news, but it is what it is. Now I want to leave you with something funny. I got something funny. Remember when Joe Biden, just the other day, <laughs> uh, how can you forget? But remember when Joe Biden the other day said something and everybody was saying, what did he say? What did he say? Well, I will play for you what he said, and you tell me what you think he said. Check this out. So, I was thinking to myself, where have I heard that before? Where have I heard that kind of language before? And then I remembered. Came from the 1990s. Ready? Here is where Joe Biden got that form of communication from, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Here it is again, one more time. <laughs> I was trying to think to myself, where have I heard that before? It was from the movie Mars Attacks from the early 90s, ladies and gentlemen, or from the mid-90s. So Joe Biden must be an alien. Or something else. <laughs> oh, folks, thank you very much for joining in for Live from America today. I want to thank you very much for giving me your first hour of your day. Uh, God bless you for that. Please go to JeremyHerald.com. Sign up for the daily newsletter. Um, and uh, please consider becoming a monthly donor. And uh, we're looking for about 200 more to, so I can get somebody here to help me so that we can further this show into the future and make it better and better and better. Also, if you put in the promo code LFA on the, on the uh, T-shirt and uh, uh, coffee cup apparel, and, and the coffee cups, I should say, then you get a 20% discount and 10% of that goes to ProvidingHopeVA.com, which helps homeless vets. Get off the streets, get a job, and then get into a home within six months. And I'm working with those guys to do that as well. Also, don't forget promo code LFA if you buy anything off MyPillow.com. The robes, ooh, just ordered those. Can't wait to get those robes. God bless you guys. Thank you all very, very much. And remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. And keep that head up high because you are are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you. I will see you tonight at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for more Live from America. Until then, guys, have a blessed, blessed day. Have a great one. See you later.